You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Surrounding the death of Anna Nicole Smith today included details of her autopsy. The troubled former Playboy centerfold leaves a wake of speculation, litigation, and fascination, all evident today in equal measure. Hello. Hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's going fine. I know. I feel so beautified after our oh, little makeover that mm, we just did. Oh, my God. Jen Wilson brought over these luxurious eye peels. They're like those gel eye patches that you put underneath your eyes. Yes. And it's like blue and translucent and glittery. Oh, it's beautiful. I feel so young now. It especially actually felt if you're, nice. Yeah, and yeah. especially if you're somebody that suffers from bags under your eyes, you definitely should I get do. them. Yes. I and usually put them on at least twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah. I, I think I should use them every night, honestly. I'm a, like, listen, eye cream, the older I get now, like, I have to put eye cream on in the morning and at night. Yes. I mean, I started using eye cream when I first started noticing lines in the corner of my eyes mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, no. Oh, I just no. don't like that tired look. Like, mm. it's not even for me, like, ah, oh, wrinkles. It's just more like, I don't want to ever people i hate when people say to me you look tired oh my god and first of all what a shitty thing to say yeah say nothing you can think that i look tired don't exactly. fucking tell me that you, you asshole look tired. you look tired like you and your mother look tired shut the fuck up i look exhausted <laughs> you look like shit you look like shit today god what are you doing are you stressed out do you hate your life and your children oh it shows in your face well Anyway, now that we're uh, all beautiful, yeah, we're all beautiful. Let's chat. What's our like before we go into our topic? What's our question? I would really like to know, like, which celebrity death affected the both of you? Like, who do you remember dying that oh you were like, God. oh no? So it's funny that you ask this because I literally like this is fresh in my mind because I was just having this conversation with my mom. Mm. Um, for me, it was Robin Williams. Oh. Um, because we were watching Dead Poets Society the other night, which, mm. like, by the way, that last scene in that movie just gets me all the fucking time. Do you know I've never seen it? You've never seen me it? No. Oh, me too. so good. I know. I need to see it. It's definitely a classic that you should watch. Is it Mrs. Doubtfire worthy? So... <laughs> He has a couple of moments, but it's definitely opposite of Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. But I, like, I still to this day sometimes have a really difficult time watching his movies. He was like America's sweetheart. Yeah. And, you know, I remember, like, where I was when I heard about David Bowie passing, Heath Ledger. And the thing, though, was, like, Heath Ledger was an accidental overdose. David Bowie died of cancer, where it was, like, Robin Williams, you sit there and you're, like, he committed suicide. Yeah. So, like, to see him in these movies and he's, like, so full of life and oh, over yeah. the top and then, like, to sit there and know that he's no longer with us and why, yeah. that's just... That's the celebrity that's the hardest for me. And like to this day, like how long has it been since he died? Like four or five years ago? God, yeah. yeah, So like still, like I'll watch Mrs. Doubtfire and sometimes be like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. I know, it's It's hard. He's such a lovable uh, person. He made the whole world laugh. 
He did. And Mrs. Doubtfire is one of my favorite movies. I know the bird it cage is. is oh, the birdcage <laughs> is one of mine. The birdcage is so good. What about you, Mark? What's your celebrity death that? Oh well, you? you know I have I have a few. You know, um, one most definitely was David Bowie. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was a big one. Um, but you know, there's another that we're going to talk about tonight. But mm-hmm. like, I want to know about yours. Oh, um, I, I haven't felt a hundred percent connected to a lot of celebrities that have passed away. But um, one that does make me sad is any of the Golden Girls. Oh. Yeah. Because that's one of my favorite shows. And, you know, you want them to stay alive and stay golden forever. And, you know, when they pass away one by one, it's pretty sad. And now Betty White's the last one. I remember where I was when I heard about B. Arthur. I was actually, (laughs) I was in, I was, it was freshman year of college. I was in an acting class. Oh. And the news came in somehow. Somebody like shared it with us. No. Oh. Yeah. It's sad. felt a little appropriate. Like Yeah, like considering where you were. Ex- yeah. Another one for me would be George Michael because he oh. was like my first celebrity oh my crush. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Another one and then we're going to I don't mind. No, like it's okay. Go for it. Another one for me I think too was just like Carrie Fisher because then her and her mother oh. like died within like wasn't it weeks? Yeah, yeah, it was really close together. I felt the worst for That's the daughter. Th- oh my god, but she's doing so well with yeah. like She's her, a good her, actor. I love her. She is. I think story. she's fantastic. She, she is a really great yeah. asset to America. American Horror Story. Yep. Yeah, Brian Murphy, you mother. I loved her in 19, what was it, 1984? Yeah. So, Mark, why mm. don't you tell us about, or should we just play the song for them? Yeah, I think, okay, everyone, I want you to um, sit down if you're standing up, <laughs> if you're driving, pull over, <laughs> if you're, uh, um, we're going to get emotional now. Yeah, if, um, if you're petting an animal, stop petting them. I want you to stop cooking if you're in the kitchen. Um, here we go. This is an emotional, very emotional moment. All right. Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, sugar pie. Hi, sugar pie. You're so outrageous. There you have it. You know, she was probably like one of the first, her and the Osbournes were like the first two reality TV shows I was exposed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like, I feel like I was a little too young for the real world. (laughs) I mean, you know. But I also feel like too, some of Anna Nicole's stuff was a little too... Yeah. Out there. Yeah. I feel like the content of Anna Nicole was kind of like what Ozzy Osbourne was for the Osbournes, like Mm -hmm. in terms of like kind of like, oh, this is a lot for regular cable. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but Anna Nicole was just like, you know, maxed out to a thousand of that. She was like Ozzy Osbourne, but um, pretty. So <laughs> on steroids. On steroids. I also just can't get over the fact and that yes, and pills. As I was just like refreshing myself on Anna for this episode mm-hmm. that I came across, which I showed the both of you earlier, was 
the Anna Nicole opera that was done at the Royal Opera House oh in London. Oh my God, that looked like an emotional moving piece. <laughs> yes. It, it, it truly did. So if any of you are curious, you can go on YouTube and type in Anna Nicole Smith, the opera. Yeah. And it, it really is an opera. It, I yeah, no it idea is. It existed till tonight. I mean, that was one of those things I felt like I heard about in passing, mm-hmm. but then when Jen brought it up, I was like, oh my God, wait, that's real? Mm-hmm. And then she confirmed for us that um, yeah. it was in fact real. So should we talk a, kind of a little bit about like Anna Nicole Smith's background? Yeah, yeah I think we should. Her, her biography. But I, think it's a, I think it's a name that people have heard, but... Yeah, but for those who maybe might, don't... Some of us might not be as aware. familiar or aware. For people who may not know, we now have new listeners to the show who are from Indonesia, wow. Sri Lanka... South Africa, the Philippines. These are some places I've always wanted to visit. So if you're listening, like, please invite us. Yes. I would love a place to stay. Absolutely. And also Russia. And also... I have a passport to go to Russia. Oh, my God. I have a a Russian visa. Okay, well... I don't know if I should be, like... Saying that out loud, but yes, I have well, a Russian visa. No one steal Jen Wilson, please, in the trunk of your car. And I'm not a spy. And she's not a spy. But also Denmark and the Czech Republic. So wow, okay. Yes, yeah, so for all of these new listeners, you know, we may have some people who don't know all about Anna Nicole. So yeah. let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, hi. Hi. I feel like I'm doing a eulogy for Anna Nicole Smith. Um, oh, where's your breast implants? Well, <laughs> they popped. <laughs> so uh, oh. this her her like life story is really sad and very tragic. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it down a notch because okay. you know I love to kill. I'm a killjoy. Um, <laughs> so she was born Vicky Lynn Hogan, which a lot of people might not know. Yeah. And uh, she was born November 28th in 1967 in Houston, Texas. Hi, Houston. Howdy. And her mom, Howdy. her mom had her at an early age in life. And uh, I guess her mom just wasn't like financially stable and she didn't have like a stable like father figure. Right. So growing up was most definitely challenging. She lacked a lot of privileges that mm-hmm. people get. Like um, many of us. So um, when she got a little bit older, when she was in high school, she ended up uh, living with her uh, aunt um, in a town called Mejia. Mejia. Mejia, M-E-X-I-A. Hi, Mejia. Mejia, Mejia, Texas. And uh, she had a really hard time in high school because she was like, you know, a little bit bigger. She was tall. I think she was like 5'11". She was a tall woman. She was a very tall woman. She was curvy. She was, um, you know, she wasn't really like feminine at the time and glammed up. Yeah. So everyone just made her life like a complete living hell. And she ended up dropping out of high school early. Upon dropping out, she started working in a... A chicken place, like a fast food. It's yeah, like Jim's the, crispy fried chicken. Yeah, it was like a like a small owned KFC. Oh, yeah. I actually never knew of that. Yeah, chicken. She was a chicken girl. She, she was, was a chicken girl, and it was actually featured in the um, opening credits for the Anna Nicole show. Her little caricature was like in a little. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Now I remember. So um, while she was working in this uh, Jim's crispy fried chicken place. Um, she was a teenager, and that's where she had met Billy Wayne Smith, who was one of the cooks, and they mm. fell in love, and she married him at 17. 
Soon after that, uh, she popped out her first baby. Danny. Daniel Wayne Smith. Or Daniel, sorry. Yeah. Daniel Fe- Wayne Smith. <clears throat> featured on the Anna Nicole show. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, he dies in 2007. R.I.P. Daniel. Um, so, not making enough money, she ventured into being like a stripper at a local nightclub. Um, good for her. And Yay, strippers. We love strippers. I was watching a like 2020 interview and she was like talking about how she got into it. And she was like, I was driving on the highway and I saw this sign. And it was like a stripper and it was like neon blue and white and it lit up. And I went in and I was like, oh, I got a job. And I was topless. And then she became a stripper. Um, and we're not stripper shaming. Like, no, I, I would strip actually, if I had the body for it. One of, the, one of the many things that I enjoy and admire about her was that on this 2020 interview, she as being a real person mm-hmm. and like sharing this like oh hey you know like this is just part of my life and then she met while she was stripping mm-hmm. drum roll oh she God. met a billionaire who was like an oil tycoon, tycoon. oh daddy and um she became like i guess one of his clients or yeah. she or he was one of her clients at the yeah. strip club so mm-hmm. she would do dances for him um, and eventually they fall in love and get married. But here's the kick. Tell mm, me the kick. That's he was a lot older. Yes. He was I like mean, 90. He was, he was a like little bit 90s. older. And she was that's like. nothing. That's such a small age She gap. was probably like 21 or 22. Yeah. She was in her early 20s. So she, fun fact, when she started stripping, she mm. was actually really bad at it because, and it's sad because she was very insecure about her body. Yeah. So like she had a difficult time like getting into it. And then when she like saw, she got like a $50 check one day and she was like $50 or so much money for me. Yeah. And I said, I'll be the sexiest person in the room. And <laughs> yeah. She was like, I this is that. the most money I've ever seen. She meets Howard, Howard J. Marshall. Marshall. And they start this like relationship together. I get I get him and her attorney confused yeah. all the time. Because isn't he Jay he, Howard? He has a middle initial, Howard K. Stern. Howard K. Yeah. Stern. Okay. Oh, and he's part and for all of you listening, just so you hang in for the rest of this mm-hmm. episode, I want to give a small disclaimer. Part of this episode is conspiracy based. Mm-hmm. It has, I mean, facts in my mind, but not in the eyes of the world. But like you can determine for yourself. So hang in there with us yeah. because we have some really interesting it's theories. Salacious. So before we jump into it, I would love to just play a really quick clip mm-hmm. um, when Larry King, RIP, had there. Anna Nicole and Howard K. Stern on his show mm-hmm. talking about the late J. Howard Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Emotional music. I'm playing the piano for you. There's just really mo- pictures um, of them. A very um, sick man. Um, someone that was just really, really sick and ailing. Physically sick? Physically ailing. And um, I just wanted to just talk with them and see what. You didn't what feel attracted to them? No, there was no physical attraction at all. Ever. Ever. He was attracted to you. I thought he was sexy. How long before he asked you to marry him? Uh, Within a week. (laughs) How did you react to that? I was blown away. (laughs) But he's. You refused? 
I, I turned him down. I said that I had wanted to try to make something out of my life before. <coughs> Was it difficult to be physical with someone that much older? No. Not at all. Not at all. Because I guess everyone imagines that, wouldn't you, Howard? Not really. Not no? really. Not not knowing Liar. my client, not oh, knowing shut up, Howard. Where, shut up, Howard. Uh, Howard Marshall we took her like out of, and, like and knowing her now, uh, the true love that they did have. So, uh, to me, it's not it's not difficult to perceive. I, I think maybe before I had met her, I you would have perceived. Yeah, I would have thought would, that. Yeah. Uh, did you? Would you say you loved him? I loved him very much. No, without being in love, right? I mean, you weren't yeah. physically. I, mean, I wasn't physically, oh, my God, you hot, hot body, you know, like that. <laughs> it was just, I loved him for so much what he, was, he did for me and my son. I mean, I just loved him. so. I've never had love like that before. I, no one has ever loved me and done things for me and respected me and didn't care about what people said about me. Mm. I mean, he truly loved me, and I loved him for it. He was kind. He was very, very kind to me. Aww. She's an icon. Big, beautiful, buxom. Well, wow. there you go. There you go. They were talking about me in that last part. An icon, mm-hmm. big, beautiful, buxom. Oh. That, yes, that is the, Mark Bluestein. That's right. That was my interview. You sh- <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh, my, oh my God. God. All right, so now we know a little bit more with their uh, salacious relationship. Yes. I remember, like... When I was younger, just I think it just boggles my mind that they're like that one could be in a relationship with someone that much older. Mark could do it. But like here mm. here we go with the conspiracies, but like do you think she really loved him or it was for his money? Okay, so here's where like I know Mark and I have like differing opinions and such. But for me, I think there was a love of sorts that, I do too. that developed. I do agree with you on you that. You know, I do. Um, I don't think it would have occurred, you know, naturally. I don't think they would have become friends in any other scenario or whatever. Right. But I do think there was a care there, in mm-hmm. my opinion. What about you, Mark? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. So I think he provided her... And, you know, it's something she couldn't have, which was money, but also, you know, kind of stability from like an older male figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that emotionally she did have a connection and she did get something oh, from of him course. that benefited her, um, you know, internally. And then obviously like she got financially, money. Um, <clears throat> but in, in turn, he got that that connection yeah. with her. And I know recently his wife had passed away because she went to get a facelift or something. And well, she died during the facelift surgery. Well, here's a funny thing. That woman who died during the facelift surgery wasn't his wife. Oh, no. oh it was his mistress. His mistress, yeah. Oh, that's right. His first wife had Alzheimer's, I that's believe. Right. And he started seeing um, another, I guess, exotic dancer would be the appropriate wording. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a, an older woman, though. She wasn't like an Anna Nicole type. And uh, yeah, she died during a, a quote unquote routine facelift surgery. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he met Anna Nicole a little while after. Hmm. So I think they both helped each other out, but you know it's easy to say that like Anna Nicole Smith was a gold digger. Of course, you know. Well, I also feel like in her defense, like and her upbringing and where she's from and how her story starts out, I'm sure that anyone who's in that situation, it's like that's the kind mm-hmm. of life that 
everyone like that would dream of. Absolutely. And I know I would. Hell yeah. And a lot, you know, many people wouldn't get in that scenario. She didn't have much of a choice. Like she didn't have options. No. She didn't have privileges. And also I truly, you know, here's the thing too. Um, I think a big differentiating factor as well is that, you know, this wasn't a plan for her. Mm-hmm. Her plan was to start stripping to make better money. I don't think she had this whole plan of like, oh, I'm going to meet some rich old man. Like it just so happened to work out that way. I also don't know necessarily if you go into stripping thinking that this is going to be a lifelong career for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if it is, you know, I mean, God, power speed. to you. There you go. If you enjoy it or, you know, whatever, do your thing and show me how to make some moves. That's right. So, um, make the heels clap. So outside, outside of the whole, um, exotic dancing, she ended up submitting, uh, photos that she took with a photographer to Playboy. She got published in 1992, jump-started her career. Like she was on the cover of Playboy Yeah, and she got signed on to be a guest model for their ad campaigns, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal because at the time, this was like the early 90s when that heroin chic look was in. Yeah. Where it was, it was like, like Kate Moss. 90 pounds and under. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, Heidi Klum. Yeah, yeah. All of like the rail thin, dangerously thin. Yeah. Like. And here's Anna Nicole Smith, who's like curvy, vivacious. Um, she's like a blonde bombshell. And, you know, she is so she's like the polar opposite of what's going on in fashion. So. Yeah. That is what kind of, pro, you know, propelled her career forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But unfortunately, with her career and her successes came the lifelong battles with drama. Absolutely. And drugs. And drugs. And the live, the televised court proceedings. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, I know you're pretty savvy with the legally mm-hmm. stuff. So what exactly happened after her husband, what's his name? J. Howard Marshall. Mr. Marshall. Mr. Marshall. I just, I always get confused. Is it, is the J, because we've got Howard K. Stern. Yep. And then we have J. Howard Howard Marshall. We also have J. Edgar Hoover, who was the president of the United States. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. Then you have the Howard Johnson's hotel. Oh, God. Johnson and Johnson. And oh, God. All these Johnsons. Mm -hmm. I got my Johnson and Johnson vaccine. You did. Wow. And I'm alive to tell the story. So Wrong any of button. you anti-vaxxers out there, I'm alive, I'm well. That's right. And I'm walking. And she's walking and she's here talking to you. Um, so with the whole court situation, so basically what had happened after Jay Howard Marshall died um, was that there were no like written provisions for Anna Nicole in his will, mm-hmm. but she was legally his wife. So, you know, I mean, it started out with the initial step was like arguing how he was going to be buried or cremated. And that was like the first legal, you know, mishmash they had going on. But then later on, when it came to um, his estate, I think he was estimated at almost $800 million that he had to his name. Um, so basically she had to then fight for it because J. Howard Marshall had a older, older kid who was like, my dad married a stripper and she's not getting a dime of this. 
So that's where all of the legal battles mm-hmm. came into play. Um, and she then in turn had to fight for, you know, any kind of money. Um, and to like, you know, not bore you with an entire thing mm-hmm. because we're trying to streamline this for all of you. Um, basically, Anna Nicole had to deal with this case in two states, California and Texas, where J. Howard Marshall lived and his family. Um, and that's where Anna Nicole was originally from, Texas. So um, California awarded um, Anna Nicole like $400 million from the estate. And everybody's like, yay, awesome, cool. However, in Texas, she was awarded nothing. So she still had to go through the legal battle in Texas. So she had to basically win. So it was the same thing, but in two different states. Exactly, exactly. So she had to go through the same process in Texas, which is where, you know, it all kind of was a different territory Mm -hmm. and different playing field. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where all of that stood. It became um, like a lifelong battle to the, the day that she died. It did. It became a lifelong battle. Um, Anna Nicole, up until the day she died, was never awarded anything. Um, and I believe that later on it was, I guess, finalized um, that she wasn't, her estate after she had passed was getting nothing. Correct. So basically, she won nothing in life and death. Mm -hmm. That's awful. I know. I know. And I mean, ultimately... What year was this this, um, court case? It had to have been like the mid-90s. Okay. Because I remember watching the televised, like after she died, the custody battle. Yes. Which we will get into. Absolutely. I remember watching that in Philly years ago when... Philadelphia. You and I went out for a night on the town. We Mm -hmm. did. Yeah. So... This whole money fight became a lifelong battle and it put her in kind of like dire straits financially and she had to like reinvent herself. Is that why she did the reality show? Yes. (laughs) That's why she did the Anna Nicole Smith show. But also leading up to the show, she gained a ton of weight. She couldn't be a model anymore. She was like overweight. She was broke. She was a hot mess, and she was like, well, mm. damn, I have, like, to pay for all these, like, legal fees. I think fees. that's what everyone loved her for, was, exactly. like, just the hot mess that she was. And she embraced it, too, on the show. She did. And, you know, her on that show... Clearly, she was, like, on some... Yeah, she was, like, highly intoxicated. Intoxicated on, yeah. like, I don't know what pills she was on, but... Oh, laundry list, according I mean, to the autopsy yeah, report that, we pulled up. that autopsy that you shared with me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Some, that... of the, some of the medication that I take was in her system. I I'm a little scared <laughs> now. I know you don't have, like, nine other pills to go no, with I those. No, uh, One. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. Or two, if no, anything. the rest of them are all herbal medications. <laughs> there, there, you, there you go. There you go. But no, Robot. I do, like, I vividly remember the show. And like I said, it was like the, one of the first exposures that I had 
to reality television because I think I was like too old to kind of comprehend what the fuck was going on on like the real world yeah at the time yeah and that was very involved so I got that was very involved I'll never forget like the one thing and I was telling you earlier before we started recording this was the one scene or like the one episode that just sits with me always is when she's when they're looking at homes and she's like sprawled out like in the bathtub. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh pink. Pink. I like pink. pink. All the pink. I, I like when she, what is it that she says? She's like, kill me or something. So, yes. Hold yes. on. Should we play a clip for everybody? I think yeah. we should. Okay. Hold Can we on. find that actual clip of her just like sprawled out in the fucking tub? Yes, hey. absolutely. My favorite Anna Nicole Smith episode is like she hosts this Christmas party at her house and she has like a lot of like, you know, B-rate celebrities like Kathy Griffin and I think like China from WWF. Isn't she also dead? dead? She's dead. Yeah. Margaret Cho. And everyone was just like completely plastered. And she had her like cousin Shelly, who is a very questionable individual. Oh, yeah. And Shelly is just like a hot mess and her teeth are out. And she is literally like running around the mansion singing Christmas songs. And yeah, I mean, oh, it's so funny. I know that was a very salacious episode because that was like an example of like a family member who was trying to just like cash in oh yeah on her and that and that storyline played out on the show but, but when you watch like when you watch this show now in hindsight it's like kind of dark and it's it's sad it's like you want to laugh because she's such a character and silly but then you're watching like someone's <sighs> life spiral. decline decline while she's being exploited for that yeah it was a very sad element because you know as we all came to find out later on after her you know passing it was she had a lot of people who encouraged her behavior who kind of like were actively keeping her in that state as well which we'll get into later Mm -hmm. howard k stern like her lawyer yeah Mm -hmm. but um here's the clip that we were gonna play for you uh, from the Anna Nicole show. And this uh, episode was house hunting. It's the first episode, too. Yeah. She's she's on a bed right now. She's in the tub now. I don't know if you can necessarily understand what she's even saying. No. She's slurring her words. If there were a caption, it would be inaudible. And that's her lawyer um, speaking on her behalf, saying that she hasn't collected yet, um, referencing her court battle. And that poor realtor is like, well, fuck, I'm not getting a sale right now. Exactly. I know that. Probably. Is there anywhere, if any of our listeners want to watch the show, probably go on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah, if anyone... Because aren't there full episodes on there YouTube? There are, there are. And um, they might be like broken up into segments, depending on how long it is, but you can find, um, you can find a variety of them, of them on YouTube, definitely. So, yeah, so, like, that's pretty much, like, the reality show in a nutshell. It lasted two seasons. It was 
kind of successful, yeah. but kind of not. Yeah. It yeah. was good. I it's remember insane. watching it. Yeah. So um, after that, after her her reality series, this is like where it, her life kind of takes like a darker turn. Yeah. So um, she's still like dealing with all like the legal stuff and not like stable income. So she, I guess, signs a deal to be a spokesperson for Trim Spa. Trim Spa, Trim baby. Spa, baby. And I don't know if it's like a weight loss pill. Yeah, it was, was it basically yeah, it was basically mm. like a fen fen or like any of those like nineties diet pills. Mm. It was one of those. So she signs up. She becomes like the spokesperson, and I think she loses like seventy pounds. Yeah, from Trendspot, and she like you know I don't know if she got a facelift or anything, but she was like looking more like her younger self, and she yeah. was about to have a comeback, mm-hmm. and she kind of like. Sounded and like looked sober yeah. for yeah. a minute. For yes, a minute. for for a whole minute, a whole day, whole ass minute. And there's like one one moment that's like really you know famous. I think she was like host. What was she presenting the Grammys? She was presenting an award yes. at a music show for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. So she she presents this award and she's just like, oh, make me beautiful duets. Yeah. And just like she's a hot ass mess. Do we need another clip for this? I think so. I think so. Okay. Because this is kind of an iconic moment yeah. too that so, I feel like a lot of people forget about. Absolutely. All right. So the clip that we were telling you about, um, Anna Nicole at the award show. You ready? That's the Trim Spa slogan. I was honored to be on our next performer's new video. And if I ever record an album, I want this guy to produce my... (laughs) Oh, poor thing. Oh, so now she's like clapping up in the air all yeah. slow. Yeah, slow motion clapping. Slow motion clapping. I forgot cheering. she was in his music video. I like how I like how they I'd put on like the music. I just like to also note though that that was the time where Kanye's music was still very good. <laughs> that's the Kanye West. That's when Anna Nicole was involved. Exactly. That's the Kanye <laughs> West that I miss. That's the Kanye West who I fell in love with. Uh, but okay. Do, but do you love how they Academy Awards her and they put on the music they and she was did. Still, they were like get her off. They did. The stage. Poor thing. So yeah, I mean, like that's an iconic moment for yes. her and, trim spa days. Yeah, and let me just like full circle this briefly yeah. to say, but that's a prime example of no one looking out for this woman. No, is yeah. that they were like basically everyone was like, get out of Nicole. She's a fucking train wreck. Let's do this. People are going to be talking about it forever, you know, and. um that was just like another example of like kind of pimping her out in a way, you know, yeah. if she didn't act that way, would she have made money? Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like at that point she was making money off of being this like outlandish, you know, type like of character. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wonder if trim spas still exist or if they were like, I don't know, got so many lawsuits they had to close. So shortly after this whole trim spa moment, she finds out that she is Prager's. Oh, Oh, Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn. So um, she's like, she finds out that she's pregnant and just side note, she always wanted to have like a little girl. Yeah. That was like her thing. And I think, you know, because she wanted to give her the life that Anna Nicole Smith couldn't really have growing up. Yeah. So um, this is where things get really weird and dark. So around the time, I don't know how many months pregnant she was, probably like seven months, eight months, because she had like the pregnant hump belly thing yeah situation yeah she was showing as they say she was showing but there was a video that kind of circulated on the news and she is out of her mind like i don't know if she's drunk or high or on Or or all of the above and she's like at a pool with her lawyer Howard Stern. Yes. Howard K. Howard K. Stern. Stern. Not the uh, Not radio, the radio personality. Person. So she's with Howard K. Stern. She's warped out of her mind. She's wearing like this like orange draped like. Something, you know, something a 30 year old woman would wear yeah. to a pool. And <laughs> she's with like a little girl that's like, I don't know, like nine. I don't know who this little girl was. I think in she, relationship. I think she was like. A neighbor in the Bahamas, like one of their kids or something. Okay. Oh, that's right. They're li- she's in the Bahamas. Yeah, yes. that's something important that we need to know. Yeah. Yes. So um, she was living in the Bahamas. She was pregnant. And basically, she's out of her mind at a poolside. Some- she's being recorded. And this little girl puts like clown makeup on her. But yeah. it looks like John Wayne Gacy clown yeah. makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, I mean... You can actually Google it and it comes up. Yeah, you yeah. can you can find the video, you can find photos because also in relation to Howard K. Stern, he recorded everything to sell and to profit mm-hmm. off of. I mean, for her interest, but also his. So in our opinion. In our opinion. Yeah. So um so this video like circulates and makes the news are like, oh my god, she's pregnant. Like, how could she do this? She's having like another decline. But what's really weird in that video is aside from like the John Wayne Gacy clown makeup, she has like a doll, like a baby doll with yeah. batteries, and she's like carrying it around thinking that it's her actual oh, child god. or her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't there, like, commentary in the video? It may have been Howard or somebody else. He was like, this video is going to sell for a lot of money or something. Yeah. And also, they were like, that's not a real baby, Anna. (laughs) That's the little girl. She was like, there's batteries. It's not a baby. (laughs) The little girl knew better. Get this. I saw something. I don't know if it was on 2020, but they interviewed the girl. And now she's, like, you know, a grown-up. And she was saying, she was like, yeah, I was like really scared and I was concerned for Anna Nicole. And then she brings out the doll and she still has that doll till this day. That's creepy. I want that doll. I I do too. That doll is probably worth a lot of money. Actually, um, (laughs) my uncle who's listening will appreciate this. So when we were cleaning out, speaking of dolls, this is like such a side note. Too bad I got rid of it because this is something we could have given as a gift on Bizarre Buffet. Oh, no. But my grandma, the biggest hoarder, one year gave me a gift. It was a doll with, like, she was able to, like, get my face scanned on the face of the doll. You threw this away, Jennifer Wilson. This was, like, years before we knew Bizarre Buffet was going to be Bizarre Buffet. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm listening. But, yeah. Wow. What a treasure. 
right. All right, go back to the baby doll. Oh so, do, so do, like the baby doll, it, like it just still exists. And for like weirdos like us that like to collect these sort of things, like I, I would know. love to have that baby doll. Maybe one day it'll go up on eBay. I know. One can hope. One can. So, um, so she's pregnant in the Bahamas, and that's where she's living. And do we she, know why the Bahamas? She like. What was the house, um, the house story, well, part she, of the reason? She got, like, a mansion in the Bahamas, and I think part of the reason was is that she wanted to have the baby in the Bahamas, and she wanted to live there because there was a lot of things in America happening where multiple people were saying, I'm the baby's father, I'm the baby's father. So if she were to live outside the country, all of these men in the United States saying that they're the father, they don't... Like, they can't go to court because she lives in the Bahamas. Yeah, well, there was a handful of men who were coming out and saying they possibly were the father. Wasn't there, like, a prince or somebody, too? There was a prince. Mm -hmm. I believe there was... Wasn't our friend Howard K. Stern one of them, too? Yeah. Yeah, he said on television that he was the father i believe on larry king in an unrelated yeah. episode well, to what we the played. whole fucking custody thing is yeah which we're gonna get into yeah but i remember there were like multiple men coming out saying that they were the father yes and i think there was a lot of motivation behind that which i don't know if we should get into that at this moment or not well, i mean obviously it would be money right they all yeah if they're, if they're the biological father of her child then if she gets the 400 million dollars and they are entitled to a part of it exactly so, yeah so during the bahamas there's all this legal things going on and then boom she pops the baby out right yeah but so she, but I know. I know. It's sad. Know. It gets like, I feel for her because like in her life, she has a happy moment and then like a really fucking sad moment. I know. Well, in the interim, uh, her son, Daniel, he was still living in L.A. With, he came to visit her. Yes. He came to visit her when uh, she was giving birth to Danny Lynn. Now, Daniel stayed away. I think this is an important for the topic. Um, he stayed away from Anna Nicole, basically, because of the people involved in her life. You know, it's been said that he did not like the people who, you know, basically inserted themselves in her life and that she was surrounded with. So he stayed in L.A., with a friend of hers and then when he came to the bahamas that was when she was giving birth so um when he went to go visit her i think like the day after she gave birth while she was in the hospital bed um he died in the hospital room in with the her, chair next in the to chair her. from yeah. a drug overdose so it's really sad because anna nicole wakes up in the morning and she sees him in the chair and she was I trying actually to think I'm sorry. I actually think he was in physically in her bed, in her hospital bed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what the uh, 2020 episode said. I thought it was the chair. I did too. I've heard both. What I heard is that she saw him slumped over in the chair and then she dragged him onto the bed to resuscitate him. (sighs) But I mean, I wasn't there, obviously. Either way, it's fucking awful. And then that's how Danny Lynn became... Danny Lynn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after that, he was uh, buried in the Bahamas. And from that, she obviously slipped into a downward spiral of depression, like I think yeah. any normal person would. Yeah, of course. She was only alive for a few more months after yeah. after this. And eventually she gets 
evicted and kicked out of her mansion in the Bahamas mm. because she like owed I think like nine hundred million dollars wow. or nine hundred thousand dollars. Oh She owed like a million dollars basically, mm-hmm. and she was being sued uh, for it. So she was evicted. And she had to move to, like, I think, like, this Hard Rock Hotel in Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. So now it's, like, okay. I've been to it. It's weird. Her, her like, career is, like, obviously on the decline. She lost her son. She just gave birth to her daughter. Yeah, she's a new mom. So I'm sure, like, PTSD plays a big part in all of this, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's still battling the legal stuff, right, for um, her dead husband's fortune. And then also (laughs) she's battling these guys that are like, I'm the dad, I'm the dad. So there's just like a lot of shit going on and a lot of pills going on, too. Yeah, Yeah. Um, which was already in effect. So you can imagine that, you know, somebody who's more inclined maybe to addiction or abuse of any kind that in... Uh, 90 million times more stressful situation that you're probably not going to lessen the amount of things that you're using to cope. Yeah. One would assume. Well, so on February 8th, 2007, um, Anna Nicole Smith was found dead in room 607 at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Hollywood, Florida. She had died of a drug overdose and it was ruled an accident. So now that she's dead... There was a lot of drama that happened after her death. Mm -hmm. Yes. That famous televised court case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When... um, With Howard K. Stern. Howard K. Stern, front and center. And um, so the initial court proceeding, I guess you would say, was Howard K. Stern fighting for Anna Nicole to be buried in the Bahamas. But her estranged mother from Texas was arguing that she wanted her daughter, Anna Nicole, to be buried in Texas in, I don't know, the family plot or whatever you would you know right. say. Um, but, you know, that was a whole thing. You should definitely look that up because the judge gets very emotional and um, basically rules in favor of what her lawyer, Howard K. Stern, was there to argue, being that he wanted her buried in the Bahamas with her son, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And her mom that, like, showed up out of nowhere, like, out of the woodwork, um, you know, it was weird because at her, at Anna Nicole Smith's funeral, when they start to, like, pour the dirt on the coffin, she takes, like, a shovel and she <laughs> just does, like, 50 shovelfuls yeah. of dirt onto the coffin. Now, some people are like, that's her way of saying, like, no, this is my daughter and I'm going to bury her. And then other people are just, like thinking it was very spiteful yeah you can also find this footage on youtube um visually it looks as though she's kind of like fuck you that's like the vibe i get Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily buy the other theory of her like oh i'm gonna you know but who knows i can't speak for anybody it's a bizarre video to watch it's It's really it's on brand with bizarre buffet it is and another little bizarre fact is that while the court case was happening as to where to put her body apparently her body was disintegrating or decomposing at like a very rapid rate yeah mark told me this in the car the other day and i was like came an issue but I don't know. Is it because it's like the Bahamas and it's hot? I don't know. Or it oh. could. Does it have something to do with like 
having a drug overdose. That's another thing. It, it, I think maybe, and you know, don't quote me on this, everybody, but it could be because of like the things in her system. Maybe, That's what I was, yeah, yeah, like like what you're thinking, they kind of contributed mm-hmm. to it. Plus a warm climate. I don't know what refrigeration is like at the morgues in the Bahamas. I'm not an expert. I don't know, but I was there once, not in the morgues, but in the Bahamas. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, what were they like? Did it you? It was very hot. It was very hot. <laughs> so Mark, <sighs> Mark, with now that we have like the whole Anna Nicole Smith history, mm. you know, um, in front of us, what do you think like happened with her death? Because I know you have like a strong opinion I do. I do. Like a whole theory. I do. I mean, basically, uh, I think there was foul play involved. Now, obviously, I cannot confirm. Nobody can. But her lawyer, Howard K. Stern, um, when they went through her room and found all of the things that she was prescribed, there were some things in her name. There were a lot of things that weren't in her name prescribed to somebody else. Um, Was it him? Yeah. His name was on a lot of the prescriptions. Um, and then there was a doctor involved who was basically like, kind of like the doctor that Michael Jackson had, who would just kind of like, you're famous, you're a celebrity, I'll write you whatever, we're friends. So she came to the Bahamas and she had written a prescription in someone's name that wasn't Anna Nicole's name or Howard. It was like a random one. So falsifying, you know, a prescription. So, you know, with seeing all of the medications, um, a legal issue came up later. And Howard K. Stern, as well as her doctor, um, Dr. Arosevich, uh, she was also on trial for um, wrongful death suit, I believe, mm-hmm. for Anna. Um, they were both basically given... A slap on the wrist. Um, Howard Stern essentially, Howard K. Stern essentially had no like, you know, legal uh, ramifications. And the doctor, I believe, was charged with um, a very minor, minor charge in Mm -hmm. relation. So there was a little bit. But what I find to be odd is that I know for her son, Daniel, Anna Nicole's son, um, When they found him, they did the autopsy later on. You know, he was known to take two medications. Uh, Basically, I think one was for depression or bipolar, like very common medications. But then there was another one in his system, which was basically um, used for people who had heroin withdrawal. Okay. Um, Now... You know, granted, people get, you know, random medications all the time, whether they need them or not. You know, that's part of like drug abuse or whatever you would want to call it. But it was a little odd that that timing was so convenient because, you know, if he had taken this thing all the time or, you know, whether he was prescribed or not, it just seemed as though it was odd timing yeah, for him to die in the Bahamas at this point in time when his mother was on already what was pretty much a more rapid decline before he died, right? Mm-hmm. And do you think he got those drugs from uh, Howard? I think it was definitely a possibility that he did. Or, I mean, listen, now this is clearly salacious and speculation. I think it's a possibility that he could have been poisoned. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I do. I think. But now my question is to you, like, what do you think all of Howard's motives were behind all of this? If he yeah. did do. So here, I thank you for this. asking because this is part of where my theory ties in. So, you know how we were talking earlier about going to the Bahamas and how Mark was saying about all of these dads or quote unquote dads who were like, right. I'm the father, I'm the father. So in the Bahamas, Howard Stern was um, on the birth certificate as the father and Anna Nicole, the mother, obviously. But um, something with the laws there in the Bahamas, it becomes extremely uh, difficult and challenging to um, essentially challenge uh, someone who you think you're like, oh, no, you're not the father. Right. That type of deal. Mm -hmm. So him being on the birth certificate, he is a lawyer. He has a knowledge of these things, you know. So there you go. On paper, he's the dad. So if Anna Nicole dies, he's the legal guardian. She has no other child. She's gone. Whatever Danny Lynn is to inherit, whether it be Anna Nicole's personal, you know, estate um, which was estimated at 700000 or, you know, the extra possibility of the $400 mm-hmm. million, dollars, mm-hmm. Howard Stern would in turn <laughs> be, you know, the person who would benefit, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's where a lot of the motivations would lie, for sure. He would stand to inherit a fuck ton yeah. And I think for um, him being the lawyer and living with Anna, keeping her in that kind of state of mind kind of gave him more control over her to yeah. manipulate situations to kind of work in his favor for yeah. his motives. Absolutely. I remember when the Anna Nicole show was on and everybody, the kind of like running thing was why the fuck does her lawyer live with her? Exactly. It's weird. You know, she probably promised him a certain percentage of that 400 so for him i mean you know you can kind of argue that he would have wanted to keep her alive because he wanted to get some kind of payment at the end of all of this but i don't know well maybe her death was it could have been a suicide it It could have have been been. have you ever heard of lawyers who kind of take advantage of like, say, for example, senior citizens who are really well off but don't have any living family left and they're pretty much by themselves. Yeah. And they pretty much go and they will go to court mm. and fight to say that this person is not mentally capable of being able to handle mm. their own finances. Yeah. And they pretty much scam the system. Yeah. To become, you know, gar- like have guardianship. Yeah. It's kind of, of like Britney Spears exactly. and her, her dad. And I kind of wonder if like a lot of this is what Howard was doing as well. And that was really his motive behind all of this. Yeah, I mean... Because, like, the thing that is so... It's such a shame because I feel like her persona, she always played kind of, like, not the most intelligent. Yeah. You know, was she always high when they were filming? I don't know. Was she maybe, just... Maybe, maybe Was it, not. like, just her putting on an act? But I feel like that just kind of was, like, a red flag saying, like take advantage of me yeah i'm yeah. not stable yeah well then it's so sad because of the night before her death um i don't know if it was like 
you know, one of the maids or someone that was affiliated with Anna, but they said that they heard her talking to her son as if he was alive. And she said, don't worry, honey, mommy's going to be with you soon. Oh, Oh, God. I know. know. It's awful. It's so sad. What a bummer. I know. And also another sad fact, too. I mean, because, you know, I like to talk about morbid facts. Um, at the son's funeral, she, this is this is really sad. A lot of people would if they if they ever say that Anna Nicole Smith was a bad mom or didn't love her son Daniel. Um, at the funeral, she had asked if they could open the coffin, you know, right before putting him in the ground. When they opened the coffin, she tried to climb in, and mm-hmm. she demanded that she be buried with her son. Oh, my uh. dad! My dad used to call them box jumpers. It's no, a it's a thing. Like I understand. Uh, where like people like apparently when my grandmother passed away, my one uncle was like doing the same fucking shit before they like because my grandma when they had the wake they didn't show her they didn't do like a public viewing it was mm-hmm. private with the immediate family and my uncle Anthony apparently like tried to throw himself in the coffin uh, so then my dad got the name fucking box, box jumper. jumpers. Which is usually like the one fit, like usually like now he'll be like, <laughs> I go to a wake or a funeral and he's like, so which one was the box jumper? Oh, like, he oh my God. Yeah. I listen, credit where it's due. That mm-hmm. is a fantastic title. Right? That is, um, but no, I think, um, you know, if anyone, you know, listening who maybe hasn't seen the show, I think it's very apparent in the Anna Nicole show itself that she was like in love with that child. She, she did everything that she could like as a person for him, you know, and And if you haven't watched the show, like please go on YouTube and just at least like watch a snippet or form your own opinion. Episode, even like, I feel like, because you'll you'll see like the people the characters on that show are just very oh, yeah. questionable very questionable absolutely most of them most of them it makes Anna Nicole look the least questionable and you're kind of like why are they all associating or why is she associating with them and vice versa it's mm-hmm. like yeah let's put every eclectic person you can imagine in a room together yeah yeah which I mean in theory is fine but they all just seemed like they were slimy yeah slimy slimy. thank you that's it they all seem like slimy sleazy characters like they weren't actually there for her in a genuine sense but i do like when i look back on it though i do feel like howard was like infatuated with her yes i don't know like and i even remember before all of this shit went down with like the court case and the custody battle, which, by the way, he did not win. And mm-hmm. Danny Lynn is now with the father who, if you see them side by side, they're a spitting image of each yes. other. Larry Burkhead. Right? Yes. And um, I don't know. I just always remember thinking like he was in love with her, but she didn't really give a fuck about him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know. She had a lot of these kind of abstract relationships. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's like. You know, who wasn't in love with Anna Nicole Smith? There Everyone was, was. She had she had a girlfriend who was like like a motherly figure for her, like yeah. little girlfriend while she was with the, the millionaire and the billionaire. She, and she was an older woman who was the uh, antithesis of um, J. Howard Marshall. She did not have money at all. And then there was also like, you know, um, 
I heard that she and her assistant Kimmy that oh. was on the show with did, her. Did they have a thing? Had a thing? I heard. Somewhere well, or read. It could have been like Reddit. Well, one of the ongoing kind of or the running jokes as the Anna Nicole show was on was that Kimmy was in love with her because she was always kind of like this fawning, like Anna, anything you need, Anna, like kind of like wide-eyed, like yeah. odd, odd relationship once again. And then um, Anna Nicole Smith also had a sexual encounter with a spirit. And a ghost. Wow. When did mm-hmm. this happen? This, this happened um, when I think when she was married. Oh. Yeah. Was it was it Jay Howard? I, I don't know. After his passing? But she said that um, she used to feel like she was having sex with someone in her sleep. And she thought it was her boyfriend or a guy that she was seeing and then the one time it happened again and she turned around and no one was in the bed with her and she just accepted the fact that it was a spirit and she said i didn't care it was good sex wow she was a real gem of an individual you know she also uh lived in marilyn monroe's uh house for a hot minute she did where i think it was the house where marilyn monroe was found she died from a drug overdose which is weird because there's a parallel um but anywho she said that that house was haunted by marilyn monroe i would i would not be surprised so does that conclude our i think so smith tragedy i suppose it does what a fascinating story and a sad one and you know on brand with uh what we do here well if you guys want to follow us in our fame in our endeavors uh, baby we have an instagram account so follow us on instagram at bizarre buffet yes and um on facebook it is bizarre buffet podcast and oh god if you want to open your wallets like the televangelists that i know you all are no, that's the opposite. Anyway, dig deep in your pockets. Dig and deep in your pockets to the now. Patreon for Bizarre Buffet Podcast. That's right. Open your hearts and your soul holes. I suppose that's it. With that being said, who are you tonight? My name is Bart Simpson. Oh, Bart Simpson. I like it. And um, who's this to my right? I'm Jenny Craig. Jenny Craig. <laughs> oh my God. And my name is J. Howard Marshall. Oh. Good night. Good, Good night. night, everybody. Don't have a cow. Don't have a cow. Marry Rich. Make sure he has a pulse. Goodbye. Trinkspa's million dollar makeover challenge. Want a viper? Want some money? Want to play? Win a chance to party at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Like my body? Then get dieting, exercising, and Trim Spa X32 and enter the Million Dollar Makeover Challenge. Trim Spa, baby. 